Hi, and welcome to the Cascast. My name is Ilsa. I'm Ella. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Castillo. Today we are covering Season 5, Episode 10, um, Abandon All Hope, written by Ben Edlund and directed by Phil Scrisha. Um, it originally aired on the 19th of November, 2009. I'm sorry for the big sigh. Oh. I just, the title is really appropriate. <laughs> it, just, it just hit me. It makes me sad, this one. Yeah. It's a big one. It, she's a big one. I don't think like I would have thought of this as like one of my favorite episodes, um, but like after watching it, like it's pretty pretty good. Yeah, I think it's incredibly significant. Like it adds a lot to the environment of um, like there's a, an incredibly dense amount of world building in there. Um, some stuff is abandoned, but mm. I mean some of it like informs the show for the next. <laughs> 10 years so so pretty good overall load bearing episode even i would say yeah Yeah. that's what i was thinking like like the stuff that they kind of pull off is pulled off really well and is like really important Mm -hmm. i just i don't know why i didn't realize that with this episode but yeah (laughs) it's just darn good um (laughs) it's darn good okay so listeners we don't want to scare you but we're doing something a little bit different this episode (laughs) um it, rather than doing like a blow by blow recap as we have done, we're gonna try out doing uh, just more general discussion. And if you hate it, you know, let us know. Maybe we'll hate it and we'll never do it again. But we just thought, <laughs> why not try something different? Yeah. So yeah. trying it out. Uh, but do do write in if you like can't abide it. Yeah. If you want us dead, <laughs> we will actually take take that under consideration. We will think about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in this episode. The boys are on the hunt for the colt. So Cass finds Crowley, and then the boys and Joe team up to go to his house to get the colt back from him. Um, But when they get there, Crowley just gives them the colt and is like, here, this is for you. And uh, he says that he wants them to take out Lucifer because Lucifer hates humans, but he hates demons even worse than he hates humans. So he's like, just to get rid of this dude... And don't fuck it up. Mm. And so the team goes to Carthage, Missouri, which is where uh, the devil, where Satan is trying to raise death in like a ritual. And the team consists of Dean, Sam, Ellen, and Joe, and Cass. Word. And when they get there, Lucifer immediately takes Cass captive and keeps him in a dastardly little holy fire circle. um, (sighs) And is trying to convince him to join Lucifer's side. And Cass is like, absolutely not. While that is happening, Meg is in town and she's got hellhounds. She sticks them on the team and they get Joe pretty bad. So they hole up in a hardware store and Joe is like, I will stay here because I'm not going to make it out of this because my guts are hanging out. Um, And I will set off a bomb that will kill me in the process, but we'll take out the hellhounds. And Ellen is like, I'm going to stay with you. You're not going to do this alone. So while that's happening, the brothers are able to leave the hardware store. They go to find Lucifer, and Dean actually successfully shoots him in the head with the Colt, but he does uh, stand up again and is completely fine, which is upsetting. (laughs) Um, And Cass is able to free himself from the holy fire circle that he's been kept in this whole time by pushing Meg down onto it and walking over her. 
which is pretty epic. Oh, my God. It, it, there's never been anything better. It, it's terrific stuff. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, he gets the boys, takes them back to Bobby's house, which is where they mourn Ellen and Joe. And at the same time, Lucifer is successful in raising death back in Missouri. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> I was literally like biting my teeth not to make that joke. So I'm so glad you did. <laughs> Don't worry. I got Joe. <laughs> what an episode are there is i need to ask you guys what stood out to you meeting crowley this is actually like meeting I crowley like is a big one every part of this episode is extremely like very good i feel like extremely like very good <laughs> it all feels so well executed like it's yeah. really like tight and like there's not a lot like we always complain when there's like randomly like really terrible jokes or like Mm -hmm. too much like brother drama or whatever where they're just saying the same thing over and over again like i feel like there's none of that this episode it's just like great 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 the whole time right yeah and it doesn't feel rushed even though like a ton of stuff happens but it's paced really well and they even have time for like the very nice scene when they're at bobby's house and Cass is doing shots um oh incredible listeners our cast count this week is eight minutes and 40 seconds i was i was gonna ask about that next i should have done it earlier <laughs> um but yeah no, it was a it's pretty good stuff it's uh it's 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 getting better i keep laughing at the fact that um in this season uh misha collins has a starring like credit mm-hmm. and then people like Jim Beaver will be guest starring and then Misha Collins is like starring. This is like the height like, of whatever respect he's going to get on Supernatural. This is it. Exactly. He peaked. Because they, dem- they demote him back to, to guest star um, at some point. Yeah, they're like, actually, we hate your pussy. <laughs> and it, it makes me very sad. God, this show sometimes acts like it was like made in like the 1980s. Like that just refusal to like be normal about the cast the whole time is so weird. Like God forbid they spend money on the leads of the show. God forbid we cut into Robert Singer's embezzling budget. Come on. Come on. He needs that money. He needs it. <laughs> For his nepotism hire. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know oh, we weren't going to, like, go in any kind of order, but it would be remiss to not first talk about, like, where the episode starts, because oh, it is right. such a Crowley's funny... introduction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so special. I was, like, laughing out loud, like, slapping my knee, like, fully giggling um, at the zoom-in. <laughs> I forget about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Cass first finds, finds Crowley, right? Mm. And then he goes... Got him. It's incredible. Got it. It's incredible stuff. <laughs> and then he's like, it's going down. Let's talk about Crowley. Shall we talk about Crowley? Let's talk about Crowley. What an introduction. Can I just say, what an introduction. What a strong sense of the character Mark Shepard had, like, so from good. the get-go. So yeah. good. I compare it to, like, I was watching, like, a little... Like it popped up on my recommended, and I was like, sure, because it was like Sam and Dean brother moments, and I was, it was like season one stuff. It was like season one stuff, and I was like, oh wow. And you were like, sure, I'll check <laughs> this, this out. So wild. <laughs> this is so wild when you compare it to like later stuff. It it 
it just doesn't have the like it's it's obvious that Mark Shepard is a more mature actor like he's more experienced um in that he establishes a certain character and then he whether that character grows or changes or whatnot doesn't change the the fact that it's that guy like it's still clearly the same guy I know it makes a lot of sense for a person to change a lot in 15 years, especially if they go through <laughs> several apocalypses. But uh, some of the stuff, like the, the manner of speaking um, that people like Dean had in the first season. Actually, Dean and Sam both had a, a very different way of, of speaking. Like they were drawling a lot more. And not yeah. like in a Southern way, just like in a I'm a cool guy way. Um, <laughs> I think like... like- when you're doing like the first season or something, it's like the whole team is trying to figure stuff out. And I think when you're someone right, like fair. who's coming into an already established thing, you, like you said, he he was just like, this is what the character is like. And they obviously like, mm-hmm. you know, do a lot of like casting and stuff like that to get it right. But he just smashed it. Like, and the, the bit where he like screamed he really at the boys did. later on, I was like, oh my God, he does so that the good. whole time. But I didn't realize he did that. That's this so episode. Yeah. How about you don't he miss morons? <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed as well. Like um, we've talked in the past about how it's like so weird. The demon deals are a kiss and it always feels like icky. And I think like <laughs> the one in this episode is kind of like acknowledging that it is like a bit icky and it's like, Oh making yeah, right. that person uncomfortable, which is right. Fun. I like. I was like, "Is this weird homophobia? What's going on?" Like, what, I'm very confused right now. Like, but I do enjoy that. Um, it it does. I think you have a much better explanation for it than my my first instinct, which was like, "Well, this is a weird way to do things." Yeah, no, because I don't think <laughs> the joke isn't like we should be on the side of this like rich like banker who's no, like it's no. like yeah it's like. He's being homophobic, and that's the joke, is that, yeah. ha you homophobic right. person. Yeah. I also feel like Crowley is so great because he is one of the first characters we see that's, like, truly just, like, in it for himself. Like, Bella was like that a little bit as well, but mm. usually, like, their big bad villains are, you know, working towards, like, a greater purpose, and Crowley is truly just, like in it for himself which i think is like really fun i think he's just like such Mm. a different beat honestly he's actually pretty like cast where he's just like so purely himself yeah and very different than either of the main two guys whereas like like in terms of other big bads like azazel and stuff like that there's flavors of the winchesters in those characters whereas like crowley and Cass are just completely different which makes them really fun to watch yeah, yeah, he's not really like a narrative mirror or anything like that. Like it, it's, yeah, he's his, it's like he's a foil or whatever. I don't even know now, mm-hmm. but he becomes one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I I do like. I mean, like you said, him being in it for himself, it does open up. Oh, sorry, it does open up the the world of uh, of supernatural a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. Mm. It means that it it feels less isolated i almost said occluded but i think actually occluded is maybe like a good word for what i'm thinking of like it does feel like you're in a little you're in a in a little bowl like you have those little horse flappies on um <laughs> like yo you're wearing blinders yeah that's the word i literally have no idea what you're talking about but i <laughs> i just when you're watching supernatural sometimes it feels like because they have this idea of the, of the 
largeness of the world, mm-hmm. right? But it feels like you're wearing blinders. You know how they, how they put on horses that um, pull carriages yeah. in, mm-hmm. back in the day? You know those, right? Yeah. Yeah. I follow. Okay. Um, you follow. <laughs> I was waiting for Ella's confirmation. I was like, I don't know where I lost Sorry, you. Sorry, I said, yeah. You but, must, um, I, I think it was while you were talking. <laughs> but, um, it, yeah, so so I think, like, when you're watching Supernatural, like, sometimes they're like, this is going on in this other state. Ooh, it's a sign of the apocalypse. But because of the nature of the show, because it's two people, um, it, it feels like you're constantly <laughs> making a motion. I'm doing, I'm like, you're constantly like this. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're, you're just constantly stuck in a, in a specific uh, position and having someone who is so expressly themselves and expressly in it for themselves really does help to push a little bit at that um, that frame, that point of view. Yeah, well, Jess, like, as you were saying, like, um, he's an individual in a similar way that Cass has become, and Cass is almost, like, the heaven side, and Crowley is, like, the hell side. Like, like even though we've seen mm-hmm. demons before, obviously, like, his storyline ends up being so, like, it, it opens the door to, like, exploring that how hell works and, like, the whole mm-hmm. system. Um in like a way that I think like obviously Lucifer doesn't really like because we never really you don't really come to care for Lucifer well you know some people do but mm-hmm. in the way that we eventually care for Crowley <laughs> like if you just watch yeah. this episode you can obviously see that he's like charming but like people who have watched the whole show it's like I feel like we feel so fond of him <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. like I don't know if everyone does but like yeah yeah he's just great also yeah. really funny when he's fun. He's like, anyway, here's the cult. And the boys are like, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, do you know where Lucifer is? And he's like, uh, yeah, I do actually. And oh, this yeah. is where he is. Do you feel <laughs> Can I just say, <laughs> Jess, I have this phrase that is running around my head constantly. At some point in the Monster of the Week <laughs> Discord, you said, the man has no business acumen. And I won't disclose what it was about. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> It it is it, Crowley is the opposite of that. He is so organized. He has so He's much business acumen. Yeah. He has so much business acumen. Oh man, it's really fun too to see his dynamic with the boys. Like because that changes so much. Like they they are so worried when they're first talking to him. It's not, yeah, it's like eventually the, like there's so much is going to happen between these three people. And, like, Sam just, like, straight up tries to shoot him in the head, which is (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I love Sam this episode. I like it. I think that Sam, like, understands himself. He's like, well, I'm going to shoot this dude. (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) He's like, I should shoot. I should shoot him, right? And then he does. And Carly, like, blinks at them. And he goes, oh, right, you probably need more ammo. (laughs) That's a power move. That's why he's he's king of hell. Like he's always a step ahead. Ugh. Yeah. He's ready. R.I.P. King. Yeah. Spoiler alert for um, Supernatural. <laughs> I saved a post recently that was like um it had collated basically everything that Mark Shepard had said, um and like all the evidence of like what happened on his end time of the show. I I saved it so that we can use that as a resource when we have to talk about that. It's not for ages. <laughs> But I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be important because I imagine all of us, when we get to certain episodes, are going to be pulling our hair out at the characterization like, of him. stay tuned, team. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> uh, can we talk about cats? I've been dying to talk about cats. Yeah, I, I would love to talk about cats. <laughs> I was going to gonna ask. Um, I think she wants to go to a circle. A little circle. I want to talk about a little holy fire circle that he got slammed into. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. It's, I love him in this whole episode is like perfect. His like contrast with, first of all, the very sweet scene where they're at Bobby's getting ready to go. And he's just like messing around with Joe and Ellen is like so cute. Um, and then he's in the car with them. And then he's like, immediately he's like the guy. Cause you can like see that all these reapers are in this town and he's like, what the fuck? And I just really love the contrast of like. He is a little magical dude and he can like see all this stuff. And then he gets taken away by Lucifer and Lucifer's like, how did you get here? I heard you rode in a car and Cass is like slow. <laughs> that I kind of like merged a bunch of things together, but like <laughs> it's yeah. so good. No, like I feel like every one of the scenes in this episode is so well executed, like so in character, exactly. so perfect. Um He's and so like perfect. the it, it's all all like so contrasting that he is like not a human, like like every little beat oh, yes. is like reinforcing that. Um, mm-hmm. Even though yeah. he's kind of like part of the team this episode, and they're all like working together, he's yeah. At every um, at every point, he's not matching them. <laughs> I love it so so much. Okay. I'm obsessed with it. I actually noted down the you know like the 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 style that the camera takes with him. It's very like like it. it it's trying to give the illusion of the of, of the one take shot kind of a lot of mm-hmm. times, um, you know that thing where the camera will follow the same path and then they just cut it, so you see the different points of view. Yeah. So you can see like I love the, that shot, like when it goes yeah. up into the building. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, specifically, like yeah, that's I think that's that's the perfect shot of it. Like I think it it, it really is a good way to express um, what the the shot that we're talking about is like. So there's one where he is with Joe and Ellen and he's like, they're all reapers. And then they do like a, a, a panning shot. Um, and as they pass, I think Cass's like shoulders, the next, you can see the reapers on the other side, you know, like the classic, this is the transition. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. seeing it through the sky. It's also like thing. when he gets out of the car, that's one, that's the same thing. We see him in the car, the camera pans to Joe. So good. <laughs> And he just doesn't want to use the door. But the the shot that I was thinking about was um, was also the one where, yeah, he's standing in the street and then he sees a, a reaper with, like, white eyes in in the window of one of these buildings. And as the, the camera pans up to that window and the reaper disappears, it just turns into a shot of him inside the building looking out the window himself. So fun. And then turning away and falling. Like, that is such a good way to... Like, he's so deliberate. Like, it's such a good way to separate him from the human need to move and... <laughs> like, if Cass was with them in the shop, Joe would be alive. Ellen would be alive. Because he doesn't yeah. need... He isn't barriered the same way that they are mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't feel contrived like like later on no. sometimes it will feel a bit like well fuck why isn't Cass here because he could save or he could do da 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 because he's like overpowered it's like no because but yeah it, him. it feels right in <laughs> yeah. this moment like of course he's gonna go explore like it's something something crazy is going on and they don't know that about the hellhounds like it all it all works really right. well right yeah no I think it's a good way to do it I I really enjoyed the style in this episode um 
They also try and compare him to Lucifer a lot. Like, Lucifer himself draws an Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to, like, talk about, like, the conversations that him and Lucifer have? Like, I feel like that's, like, a lot. Like, it's really good lore. (laughs) Cast lore. (laughs) I would would love to talk about it. Um, So, Lucifer opens in a specific way, right? He's like, hello, brother, or some shit like that. Um, (laughs) And I think this lends a lot of credence to uh, Jace's thing about, like, they are bro- they call each other brother the same way you call members of your cult brother you know <laughs> like that because he asks him he says Castiel in a really weird way he says Castiel yeah um, it's very funny how they like checks- can't decide what it's supposed to be yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was thinking like no one on that set knew the <laughs> correct pronunciation <laughs> of the word they they were just basically. winging it it's hilarious. Are you implying that Michelle Collins, who is playing this dude, doesn't know how his name's supposed to be said? Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so he asks him, like, he inter- he he starts in this very solemn way. Do you guys find that weird? And then as the, the episode goes on, he, like, loosens up. Um, and he becomes a lot more, like, frank. Lucifer. Uh, especially with Sam. Yes, Lucifer. Yeah, I I think maybe what's happening, like, the way I interpret it is that he's a bit confused by Cass. So, like, in that first scene, he's, like, he's asking him a lot of questions, like, and then he's, mm. you know, he's trying to be, like, you know, he, he says that, like, he was, that like, Cass rebelled and was cast out, like, the same as him. Um, like, I think it's, like, make, that makes sense. It's, like, how angels talk to each other. And then I think later on, like you said, like, him with Sam, it's, like, I don't know. He's almost like cocky or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He becomes a little bit more like what he only does in later seasons, which is where he's just like a little shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very which can so. work. Like we just met Gabe and Gabe is really like smart ass and like quick. Like it's not like that. That doesn't not feel right. Maybe like you said, like because it becomes in the later seasons, like his only personality. It's very mm-hmm. much like. I was it's, about to say, so like, grating. it can get grating. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but for now, I think it works, especially with the contrast of him being like, you have no idea who the fuck I am. Don't fuck with me. You know, mm. that's fun. I thought um, it was really interesting in that scene as well, where, like, because he's trying to convince him, and Cass says that he'll die first. And it's Loved like, it. he, you know, <laughs> it's not just, I feel like it's it's kind of like, a combination of yeah. him obviously being like on the human side in this situation, but also like he's he's not gonna align himself with Lucifer at all, and that I think that still comes from like that comes from his time as an angel. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like a holdover mm-hmm. of right. kind of like the propaganda. Like obviously the propaganda in terms of Lucifer is pretty spot on, but um... the propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> That was trash. I know that's oh that. God. That was not good. Also, when you rate that impression, <laughs> that was not an impression. That was not an impression. <laughs> it wasn't. I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt by the fact that you thought that she would ever impersonate. That was her. me. That was a reference to that post. That's like propaganda is what is one of pretty first people could look at something. <laughs> She was just referencing the her little internet. <laughs> you were like, someone's being mocked and I don't know if I'm, it's me. It I'm always me, ready to 
to buy. You're like it could be. It could always be me. So I gotta be aware. It could always be me. You have to be ready in this in this chat. This world, it's so cruel to people with Australian accents. Say Blorbo real quick. Blorbo. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> say say the thing. <laughs> um, I guess since we just talked about that, like, I know we weren't really going in order, but it's just made me think, like, um, the Hellhounds were, felt really scary to oh me in this God. episode. Um, yeah. I, I kind of forgot how, like, scared especially Dean is of them, and I feel like they illustrated right. that really well. I appreciated that. It was a good little touch. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that was his most recent death. He got, <laughs> he got torn to bits even worse than uh, than Joe did. Um, it, was a, it was pretty quick for him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, li- I like that they're scared. I also enjoyed, like, them shooting at nothing and just doing their fucking best. I was like, yeah, sure. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> what else can you do? Yeah. Suck there. The drama felt, like, really real in that scene. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes um, when they start just, like, shooting on this show or, like, start a fight scene, the stakes don't really feel real until, like, the end of oh, the yeah. scene. Like, Absolutely. it's just, like, smash, 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 gun, gun, gun. Yeah, I, but this, like, the I whole, like, second by second, it's very much, like, oh, something else is happening. Oh, something else is happening. Like, it just felt really real. I don't know. Um, yeah. I can, I can zone out for whole fight scenes at a time. So. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about like Joe and Ellen dying? Like, do you guys? No, it's that? so sad. <laughs> what? Are, yeah. What, what, <laughs> speak on that. Well, Jeff. what I was thinking. I rest <laughs> <yes>. my case. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Um, it is very sad. I would like to concur with. Uh, with Jess. I almost said with Joe. Um, <laughs> I kept wanting to call I, Ellen Eileen, so it, it, you know, what can you do? <laughs> they know like three names on the show, and then they do they do modifications. But yeah, like uh, it, it as as I was saying earlier to you guys, it did make me like sob and cry. Um, mm. Like I, I find that often, and maybe this is just a result of like you read too much fan fiction where people. I guess don't like women, um, but I think oftentimes people characterize Joe in a very, uh, or they understand Joe in a, in a in a way that is like paints her as very immature and like selfish or, um, or like petty and mean. And I, I just it's just like she's a hero and you guys don't get her like I get her. And I think you yeah. guys should like mind your business. Also invest in Joe Cassie. Joe looks so can we take a moment can we take a moment actually yeah. can we take one goddamn moment please goddamn second to talk about how she looks in the <laughs> can we just take one fucking minute to talk about how you beautiful Joe is in the... I can have two <laughs> yeah so generous with you. she's gorgeous in this episode I was like oh my god Joe hi she's, <laughs> she's always stunning She's my yeah. little hit girlfriend. Yeah, but she was definitely she was so two thousand five in in when she's originally in the show, and then in this in two thousand in this episode, it's so good. And then she like sexually is like, Dean, I'm absolutely not gonna sleep with you. Uh, with yeah, that rules. was so funny. I, um, <laughs> I love it. I just love like it, it's a like you said earlier, but like what is it, Ben Lundian? How did you how did you say it? Bed Lund- I said Bed Lundian or Ed Lundian. Ed Lundian, yeah, um, like, 
other lazier writers would not have done a joke like that. And I think it is really fun that like Dean's like shooting his shot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and like I do you guys have any strong opinions Absolutely about like insane. Dean Joe and like all like like that kind of because like that was a real like issue I feel like in the fandom like like any women like who get brought into the show um it's literally perfect in this episode like her turning him yeah. down and then later when he leaves in the hardware store just like that sense that like there isn't really anything there but like maybe there could be but there isn't and yeah. neither of them are like it's not like Dean then spends like the rest of his life being like, "Oh, Joe is my missed connection." Like she was the love of my life. Like I really like that, but also yeah. like him kissing her on the forehead and then actually kissing her. It's like it was mm. perfect. It was like I yeah. loved it. I also thought it was handled really well. It feels really like lived in, like mm. right. It feels real. It feels believable, mm. right? Um, what I. I didn't love so much the, like, I like that she turns him down. I think it's very funny when he strikes out. Um, I think all of us agree. Absolutely. <laughs> but I I didn't love, like, the self-respect line, but I, I think that's a product of the time. Mm. Um, I was like, self-respecting people can fuck too, but it's funny. <clears throat> it's also I think it's like, like I think it's like she wouldn't respect herself for sleeping with him just because she was afraid to die because she like she didn't really want to sleep with him. You know what I mean? I think that's what Yeah. Happens. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I think I just heard it too much in the other contexts. Like you just said Joe Cassie and it's like yeah, there is something like very um not het about being like, you know what? No. <laughs> like <laughs> The thing is, is I believe that Joe is a lesbian with all of all of my heart. No, you're and you're right to believe that, and th- this is I, evidence of that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole Dean thing that she has, and then the, I think it's like season two or three or whatever when it happens when there's a the sense that maybe she could like Sam or maybe she could like Dean or ooh who might she be interested in. And I think that's that's her competing all over the place. It's it's the 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 effect of, of compulsory heterosexuality and she's like, Okay, well these are hunters, they are my age, they're handsome and yeah. like I should be I should like these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she um, like admires them a lot as well and is like jealous right. of their like lifestyle. Jealous of their point. freedom, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um I really enjoy her characterization. At, in, in, like she's she's genuinely a, like a war hero right like she and Ellen both but I, I really enjoy when she says to Ellen like this might be your last chance to treat me like an adult mm-hmm. like I that is such a good like just encapsulates their whole relationship really well and mm-hmm. I love it here um, but I did cry my eyes out so I do kind of wish though that like we had gotten to see them because I feel like they are really on, like, she and Dean are, like, they really feel like equals in this episode, which I feel like right, we didn't yeah. really get to see enough of that on screen. Like, that's, like, our characterization mm. in this episode. Mm. But from mm. what I remember, that's not really what the vibe is in every other appearance of hers. I don't know the last time we saw her, but, like... I think the last time that we saw her was um, that episode with, like, uh, Rufus and all that stuff going down with the demons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. With war. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I remember in that episode, we were a bit like, oh, like, Joe is barely in it, but she's in it. But, like, Ellen's yeah. barely in it, kind of, but she's in it. Like, if there was maybe, like, one more episode like that where we got to see, like, 
and more evidence of like their relationship, like like Alan and Joe's. Like maybe mm-hmm. and this still hits pretty hard, but like yeah, like it, it could have been a little bit more fleshed out. Well, there's a certain thing that happens on the show, like especially later on, where like people just get killed for like shock value, right? And I feel yeah. like this isn't really that. Like it 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 like it. The point of it is that it's tragic. And mm-hmm. and the boys like use that as fuel basically, and it's and it's not doesn't feel as like contrived as like certain other deaths do down the line. Do you guys feel like that as well, or do you feel like there is a reality where like the events of the season can play out without this happening? I wish that they hadn't died because I think the length of the show and so many people dying for the Winchesters just makes it cheapens it in hindsight. Like, I think Mm -hmm, that if you had watched this when this aired in 2010, you would have been like, oh, my God, like, this is so epic. But, like, having seen the whole series and, like, knowing how many people die for them and, like, all of that, I'm like, okay, then this doesn't really, like, mean that much. And, like, they don't really talk about them much afterward, you know? No, we... It's the classic Yeah, we only kind of get the... When Joe comes back, just that... It's that one time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I believe that's in season six. I think, yeah. From what I remember, that does a good job at like, kind of, playing off like Joe and Dean's relationship here. Like, that right? Kind of I was just thinking familiarity that. and respect or whatever. But yeah, I haven't watched that episode in a while. Understanding for one another. Yeah, like, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 um, I really appreciate. Like, I just, I, I enjoy Joe finally being able to like, say something. I think. <laughs> this is because I have I have issues with with uh, authority. <laughs> I enjoy Jo so much. Um, her her struggling with with her mom, at, who is like only trying to protect her, but really infantilizes her in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and which feels like, right as well because it's like Alan's also yeah like, I think that's, a lot like it yeah it feels earned. It makes sense. It's a it, it it's a completely understandable reaction. But yeah. this did feel somehow like a bit of a victory for Joe. Like, even like at least in at 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 the law, at the at the end of it, she gets mm-hmm. something approaching respect. And just like um, in terms of emotional payoff, like Joe dying before she can actually light the bomb. Is like that hurt my. Feet. Oh, that was so devastating. I was like, mm. oh my god. That actually really good, did really it good. hurt my feelings Job pretty team. bad. <laughs> I actually because I remember the first time I watched that because of the whole like this is her mission. The fact that she died before she could actually do it herself really made me angry. I was like, no, don't take this away from her. <laughs> um, but, I guess it just adds yeah, to like the tragedy of the whole thing, like. Well, Right. Yeah. I also think on a story mm. level that like helps pay off why Ellen dies as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Then it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Like now it makes sense that Ellen is there sacrificing herself because like otherwise it the whole plan just like wouldn't have worked. Just yeah. like on a logistic level. Yeah. Like when the boys like get out, I'm like, okay, so like <laughs> couldn't like I don't know how much time it takes to walk across the hardware store. Like theoretically, couldn't Ellen have tried to get out at the, the same way? Right or something i don't know but yeah it's it's like it's kind of like a a moot point or whatever like it's yeah it's a moot point it's a moot point (laughs) i i was sitting there thinking like would it be very hard to like um (laughs) to shoot the bolts 
<laughs> that of the chains mm. holding the doors closed and then maybe I don't know shoot the salt line open or whatever or rig it somehow yeah that it opens would that be very difficult that's what I was thinking also salt doesn't keep hellhounds out I think it's only goofer dust that's supposed to be able but whatever goofer dust oh good point goofer dust babes. what is yeah. goofer dust I... this oh. is what you what you miss if you don't this is the first three <laughs> a lot of really important stuff yeah, um, I believe it comes from, uh, I might be wrong. Uh, I'm in the wrong continent to know a lot about this, but I believe it comes from, from Hoodoo, um, and they where they got the name for it, but it's like specifically that's the only thing that keeps out hellhounds. Uh, salt doesn't really cut it. Ah, uh, so we don't actually, um, we don't know what the ingredients of goofer dust is, like what a goofer is. Goofer, the ingredients of goofer dust is the goofer dust. <laughs> <laughs> we're hunting for goofer, goofer dust. dust it's dust oh man seeking goofer dust I'm popping away yeah. um okay, they really they put it's just cash in a that. powder and um a powder and confetti like substance um, confetti yeah That's it says cool. if the it's only known use is a ward against hellhounds um so it must be like season three where it pops up. Oh, I was about to be like, is it no, like two, a, two. Sorry. Is that a is that a real thing or is it um is it only it doesn't matter. We don't need to talk about goofer dust right now. What we need to talk about is Rachel Miner absolutely killing it. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little freak. She's a little freak. She's in there in her very 2009 heel boots killing it. Stomping She's around. so fun smirking that's just uh she's putting her she's she said hi i'm meg and i'm about to to make it up also um (laughs) we'll make it up as we get megged idiot um Um, what i was found interesting is have they seen uh, her in as rachel minor yeah yeah in the first episode Never mind. She shows up and she's like, I'm Meg. And they're like, ah. Oh, shit. Um, I want to talk about, there was one moment where when Cass is in the Holy Fire Circle and and Lucifer is talking to him, Lucifer actually like warms his hand a bit on the flames, which is like so good. And I hate (laughs) To praise Mark Pellegrino, but <laughs> I, I simply must doff my cap to this little moment. <laughs> it's like very slight. They don't even yeah. like focus on it. It's just like they're they're like under, they're kind of like under and behind him, and you can just see you just see like his uh, left hand just like turn a bit, and it's like he's warming his hand on the fire, which is so good. Mm. Do we think yeah, Cass and Meg more. have chemistry in this episode? I think they have pretty good chemistry. I yeah. I'm very uninterested in it though, and I know I know that's like a faux pas. Um, I'm interested in it. Cast down moment. Okay, great. Go for it. Where I... where do we fall on the Meg CL spectrum? I um I I don't think it's like it. It doesn't have as much meat, I would say, as maybe like a a Dean Benny or another kind of side <laughs> ship or whatever, but uh, <laughs> uh, hold on, to, me, to, to me, to me, to <laughs> me. Um, and, but I, I do think it's really fun and like, it's the, you know, not to get into like the kind of 
buy Cass or whatever, da da da. Like just completely ignoring that whole argument. We, I just we think like we don't do have, have the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think they do have a lot of chemistry, whatever that chemistry like means. Um, and it's just like it's kind of an ex- like it's another example of the kind of contrast, I guess, that works when you have these like. It's like literally like an angel and a demon. It's like it's 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 juicy. It's fun. So true. Is that is that all it takes to do it for you, huh? Well, it's <laughs> like it, it's just like um he No, I'm I'm just kidding. Her her personality is so like um like I don't know what the word would be. Like she's kind of Well, she's like... very much cast in season 4. Like she's a zealot and she truly believes that like Oh yeah. Yeah. Lucifer yeah. is there for for her. Unlike Crowley, who is like, he fucking hates our guts, man. Like, we don't matter to him, which is then proved right later when he just, like, sacrifices a bunch of demons. They're just demons. demons. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's it's the kind of, like, um, you know how, like, the way that Cass speaks is very much, like, uh, sincere and, like, straight to the point. Like, Mm. she's very much kind of just, like... uh, fluttering around in that scene like she's just like <laughs> spouting all like the stuff and then he's just so like focused on escaping and i just i just that dynamic is really fun mm-hmm. and it like i think that like later on we, we'll like be able to talk about it a lot more the way that they kind of bounce off each other i think is fun i think it's it's interesting that you um like it i to me it um <laughs> i will take one minute <laughs> to me it it just it just like there are it, it has the potential to be interesting but on the show itself i don't think it reaches it so i'm just like okay it's happening sure but i have no particular feelings about the relationship one way or another because as we've established this is the the winchester show like mm-hmm. we're we don't get to see i was just thinking the other day i was like i would love an episode without dean in it and I say that as a massive Dean enjoyer. I like all his little mm. problems and issues. Um, but <laughs> they were never brave I, enough to do that. To just be like, they were no, Fuck you guys. to just be like. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I was like, I wish there was a Deanless episode. And then I was like, I actually wish there was a Dean and Samless episode. And I was like, you want, <laughs> you just want a cast episode. And I think that's you want okay. a different show. <laughs> I want a different. I want the cast show. I don't. It's just one of the many like missed opportunities of like, like they they had the chance to be like really funny with it, and just be like, yeah, look, they're not in this episode. Sorry, especially like when it was week to week and you had like rabid fans like watching it as soon as it was coming out and like participating in fandom. It would have been so would funny be so if one week there was like, just it's no not about more Sandin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we just follow someone completely different. Ugh. Oh, like man. there are episodes where they're not in it a lot, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. I think they tried that with stuff like um what is it? Weekend at Bobby's stuff like oh, that. Oh, Weekend yeah. at Bobby's is so good though. It's a very fun episode. Mainly because I episode. like when when they're just like, Don't these guys fucking suck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh it's a it's a, a favorite of yours. Guys, Jack is sleeping with her little tongue out right now. Stop. Why is she doing that? <laughs> she's just, she's doing the classic lip. Stop. That's so cute. <laughs> I need to get a picture. I will, I will share with you shortly. Did everybody like the parallels to On the Head of a Pin? I thought the parallels to On the Head of a Pin were lovely. <laughs> <laughs> when um, Cass is like, a little bit more. trapped in the hole and then he sees the pipes and he's like, 
funny how a leaky pipe is gonna get me out of this situation. Yeah. Yes. Knocking down Meg and leading to one of his most epic cast moments of all time. He's so smart. He throws her down and uses her like a bridge. Incredible. Who is this guy? I love him. Stone Cold. Stone Cold badass that makes the dynamic more interesting to me because like you said like it's like he does not give a fuck he's like this is like a yeah gross demon who's like taunting me what a bitch and then later on he's like meg <laughs> like, it's, like <laughs> it's just fun like i like when Cass like has something going on that isn't about the boys mm-hmm. the little like that's probably a lot of the value of it in my head is like he is it's a it's relationship completely them. separate to them yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also love um when uh, they're taking the picture and Cass is like, "Oh, we're dying 100%." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Ah, yeah. fuck." <laughs> oh, He's oh. Like, okay, you go, sorry. Did you Wait, need a buzzkill? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cass is like, "If you need a buzzkill, here I am." <laughs> Cass is like, no, "I will kill the vibe, no problem." <laughs> no problem. There's I don't have no issue with that. Oh my god, her tongue is just Hanging out. (laughs) Her little pink tongue absolutely hanging out. Oh my god, I forgot that it was midnight where you are, Elsa. Oh my god, this is so fucked up. It's really fun. Uh, I like being here. (laughs) Oh man, what a girl. Um, Oh, she's stirring. Don't stir. It's okay, baby. Aren't cats like nocturnal? What what, what is she doing? She's napping. In the middle of the night? She should be. <laughs> she should be bouncing. Doesn't off she the have walls. things to do? <laughs> Put that tongue away. You've got <laughs> moths to chase. <laughs> and does she? Does she ever? I'm trying to think of like um, what a cat's chores might be. <laughs> chase some moths. Chase, chase some moths. Make mouse. sure. L- run around pretty learn. loudly. It's so yeah. funny to me how like cats are so like thumpy stealthy and you think that but they shouldn't then, be they should be like so stealthy but actually they kind of make a lot of noise especially when they, when they run yeah. full tilt at things and then bounce into them yeah that's a thumpy that's a thumpy cat that's thumpy yeah, i feel like they, they are like configured to be out in the dirt but then when they're like on a flat floor like their body doesn't know what to, how to act <laughs> on a wood floor they're like um thumpy 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 <laughs> slidey 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 yeah, yeah. What cats like to do is kick all the possible litter out of their litter box. They're like, until they're satisfied. They love that, actually. With a lot of it being on the floor, they're claiming the territory even more. This is their space, and you have to respect that. Yeah, they think that that's um, super they fun. Also like to, they also like, <laughs> like to wake you up when it's very early. As soon as there's any stirring in the house, they're like, breakfast? Hey. 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 Well, they're hungry. Breakfast? <laughs> As is their right. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I want to talk more about Cass and Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, go talk on. Talk about it. I know you love that scene. I I love the scene, actually, and this is not uh, contingent on the Lucifer versus Cass thing. This is just about um, Misha Collins being handsome, regrettably. Uh, I, the okay, scene yeah, I... and the lighting in the scene, he looks so good. And I'm, I'm so spoiled for choice of the screenshots of this episode. Like, there are so many I... great shots where he just looks awesome. I was in my screenshots folder earlier. Can I quickly just have a look at, at what I screenshotted? 
Okay, so I have a couple of screenshots that I took for um, for other reasons, but I took a bunch of these just because I was like, dope, 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 look. I have at least like 30 from this episode, maybe 40. Well, he looks um, very good. He looks very good. Like, maybe I have like 50 and 30 of them are him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. So... The thing is, is that this lighting makes him seem so alien and doesn't achieve that with with Lucifer. I think it's because he has like very prominent cheekbones mm. and all that. And uh, I, I think it's it's just like the luck of having a dude with a, with a strong uh, or a prominent bone structure. And then yeah. if you light him from below, it makes his eyes look almost entirely black. That's very cool. Yeah. I'm very obsessed with that. They lost so out. So the look of this... They did not cast They really did they, did they were like... Yeah. They didn't plan They were this. looking for something else, but they sh- what they accidentally stumbled onto was looks awesome in, like, really unique light situations. <laughs> that was, like, absolutely happy accident, yeah. Phil <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sagrisha put him in a ring of lights and was like, holy wow. fuck, we need to do this again. Shit. Okay. It was like, we really nice. got something with this. We really got something. <laughs> And it looks great. I, I really think it's a very, like, a, paired with the way that they structure his shots and, and, like, help you understand his movement as separate from, like, the human plane, you know, which they mm. don't do with Lucifer um, as much, which is really interesting to me. Um, and and the way that they both act differently with the, the, the vessel. Like you were saying earlier, Jess, Lucifer warms his hands on the, on the holy fire, mm-hmm. which... Really nice touch, as you mentioned. Awesome. Um, but he also, like, when he's using the shovel um, later on in the... It's not a graveyard. It's... Just that guy's... Like, by poppy. the mass graves. Yeah. Yeah. By the mass graves. Um, he... He's, like, leaning on the shovel a little bit. Like, he has his, his arms crossed and he's leaning on it in the cross. Like, he's very casual in a body. Um and I, I just kind of like the, the, the thing that this does for the characterization of, of Cass, right? Mm. Because we often talk about how, like, a, like how alien angels are supposed to be, um, and Cass, or sorry, Misha Collins was like, I thought we established that angels were kind of awkward and wooden, and then everybody else came in and they made them kind of normal. <laughs> Yeah, normal, <laughs> normal dudes with with immense powers and weird histories, um, and like smooth, and it, so it just turns out that he's weird, and I I love that they are sticking to their guns on the Cass's weird front because it really is a treasure. I like any time when he is special. Yes, he is so so special. Even yes. if every other angel were also weird and wooden and like solemn and whatnot, um. He would be so 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 special to me. There is nothing better than this. it. Doesn't get better than this. Um, something um, I noticed with their scene as well is that like I feel like Cass starts to get irritated when just after he asks like what's wrong with your vessel, and yeah. like um Lucifer you know basically explains that like it can't contain him very long and stuff. And it's like I feel like Cass gets annoyed at that, and it's like is he feeling bad for Nick, like? <laughs> I don't know he if that's just be. me reading too much into it, but that just seems like yeah. that's when he kind of turns and becomes very, like, you know, uh, 
kind of just says like specifically that he's not going to, you know, he's not going to yeah. go with him. He's not going to side with him. Yeah. That's an interesting point of view. I wondered, I wanted to ask you, um, the thing, uh, do we agree that he is now alone in this vessel? Like Jimmy's not there anymore? Because yeah. he got exploded yeah. Right? Yeah. at the end of season four. Does he say that? Um, sure. He doesn't, yeah, I, I he doesn't say it, yet. but like he did get smoked, kind of, kind of smoked by an archangel. So that's my reading of it. I don't know. Yeah, no, correct. I think like, yeah, maybe it's just they retcon it. Like they haven't mentioned it yet. They mention later that he's alone in the vessel, but yeah. I, I don't know if it's established when it happened. Um, we'll be on the lookout, I guess, for that. But um, yeah, he's had his first first death, so in my head, I guess, like, my understanding of it is, like, this is, he is alone in this yeah. body now, and it's it's been remade by some force. He believes it's God, um, and he's in there. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um and unless Jimmy's soul is put back in there as well, I, I don't think uh, I, I don't see the point of what what that would do for Cash. I right? guess like, like the, what, the, what the in the rapture, like the the kind of argument that not argument but the discussion between Cass and Jimmy, it's like I think at that point Jimmy is like basically saying like take me, take my life instead of Claire's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like you know, I think it's not like they ha- they haven't mentioned it and it's probably just like an oversight. And when they do mention it, they probably realize like, oh, shit, we haven't clarified what's going on with that. <laughs> um, but it it does kind of fit that he wouldn't ever come back to that body like after that episode. Yeah. It's very like final almost. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically that is what I'm talking about. Um, so I do think that there's a sense of sympathy from from back when the ra- the rapture happened. I think Cass is getting a sense of how, like, incredibly much it must suck to be a vessel, also because he's hanging out with the vessels all the time, mm. um, who are so scared of losing their bodily autonomy. And he is there in the image of a dude whose bodily auto- autonomy he, like, asked for and received. Mm. I guess since then as well, we also saw, like, Raph's vessel. Right, yeah. Like, maybe that's also, like, sunk in... Yeah, so we have all these other, uh, like, representations of how shitty it is to be a vessel because we need to, because (laughs) it's going to happen to our boys, and this is supernatural, so. What I wanted to say is, like, their relationships to their vessels are still so different. Like, it's almost like Lucifer knows how to act like a a person, like a human, um, on Earth, and Cass doesn't, and he doesn't care to, and... I think that I think that's an important bit of, of characterization for Cass. Like he wouldn't want to set people like he wouldn't make, want to make people uneasy, but he doesn't want to act like people just for the sake of that's the normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's just like that that post that we talked about once that was like talking about how like the boys or like especially Dean are always striving to be like a masculine and how Cass is just like effortless, effortless, ugh, effortlessly effortlessly. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like comfortable and and like competent in that situation. It's yeah. He yeah. he's not. It's like he's straight out of the box. That's how he is. <laughs> in this moment. The thing is, the thing is, I don't think he's good at it <laughs> at being like normal. <laughs> I think he's good at all the like 
proof of masculinity stuff that I don't think he's good at acting normal, which is one of the things I really love about him. Um, yeah, and like when you uh, say good at acting normal, it's like I he's not acting, you know? It's like it's like Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like yeah. almost like it's almost more normal like to not be doing like such a show. I want to say that the way that they got information something about Crowley sending out rumors through the grapevine um I just hold on hold on I need to to find the context no no go sorry because um I think it's something that that Becky said and I I just want to know what the because you know Becky's grapevine is Hold on, hold on, just a second. I just need to find. Yeah, well, this we didn't we didn't really talk about the the previous episode, but um, in that, yeah, Becky specifically says like that she knows where the cult is. Yeah. Um, because we haven't seen it since like that episode, right? Yeah. I was really confused because um, me and Ilsa just did like a season three episode of the supernatural opinions podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And so in my brain, I was like, they have it. Like I, it took me literally like a minute to be like, that is a season three episode that you were watching. <laughs> Cause like, well, I, it's go. all about the cult. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, took me a <laughs> so what happens is that Carly says that he, he is the one who told them about the cult. Like, he's the reason that they uh, they know about the fact that it still exists right yeah does he mean like in season one no because Bobby knew about it before so it can't be that or like John or somebody so what he means is like it's the fact that it still exists like it hasn't been melted down right I think if I understand correctly and then he goes like you wouldn't know if I hadn't told you and then Sam is like Oh, you told us. And then Crowley goes, rumors, innuendo, sent out on the grapevine. Now, the grapevine that they hear this through is Becky. And where does Becky get her rumors? And definitely innuendo. And what is her grapevine? It's live journal. I want to see Crowley's live <laughs> journal. I want to see it now. I want to know what he's I up thought, to in there. I don't know why, he's but I thought there. that like, it's in the book. He's in there. In the book? Yeah, it might have been. It might have been in the books, but I prefer this because it's funny to me. Um, <laughs> well, because it's funny because it's like, if it's in the books and then it's... It, that, that means that Chuck did it, which, like, obviously later on would play out and would be fitting. But... Yes, but... Yeah. No, I know. I, does she explain how she knows? I, this is what happens when we skip episodes, I guess. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> we're, ne- we're never gonna know we're never gonna know exactly what happened with Becky doesn't matter episode. to me because I get to picture Crowley lying on his stomach uh, kicking his little feet and flicking <laughs> on his laptop vlogging he's vlogging and I think that it's uh, important that we recognize that that's how he's introduced as a blogger so just so we all know I also wanted to like ask you guys if you think it's worth talking about the fact that um, but Crowley says uh, demons are only cannon fodder to Lucifer but happily shoots two demons as like a fake out thing um, with the cult the ones that are holding Sam and Dean hostage in front of him yeah maybe it's um, like it's just like uh, 
Maybe it's like a mob situation. They were in a, an opposing team. Yeah, like, I I don't know, like, what the name of this kind of character is, where it's like, he's out for himself, even though he's in the marginalized group, and so he's willing to, like, you know, screw over anyone else in the marginalized group of demons. You know, I'm using marginalized as big. <laughs> you know, Mark's, like, <laughs> this, is Crowley's, yeah. this is, like, Crowley's perspective, I guess. This is um, what Crowley but, you know, would say. Oh, mm-hmm, like, poor, poor demons. To be demons. fair, I think... <laughs> I do think it counts as marginalized to be a demon. Like you're definitely not in the in the center. <laughs> you are definitely in the margins of society. I guess, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's just interesting. But as soon as you said like Carly's just out for himself, I was like, oh, okay. In my head, immediately, it was like a, a soprano situation or whatever. Um, it's like you this this these dudes are the moles. There are some other fuckers who are jockeying for power and position and. Uh, Mm. Crowley is, is getting these dudes out. Yeah, his they're his thing. competition. That would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool, but we don't get that. So, whatever. I just, it's, it's interesting to me that he also sees people and demons as disposable. Um, yeah. He just doesn't want there to be like a genocide on his hands because, as he says, he's in sales. <laughs> Well, he's good it's funny you mention oh, that good. like because he's like I, the only thing that I don't like is how they just have him watching like um like oh, Nazi yeah. propaganda films like that feels weird <laughs> maybe it's just in retrospect that feels weird because we know what he's like because we're yeah we're, we're told to like him <laughs> as the show goes on and then we're not like, even to like him that? but You're just like friend. he's not like a white supremacist like it's not like this is not like his personal like beliefs it's just like that's an evil thing and this is an evil guy look that, like that's why they're doing it but it's like it doesn't really fit with his personal like vibes he's not evil like yeah. that <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> even even at the start of the episode the the way that they they represent him as yeah like a- actively anti bigot because he, he's like you dumb bigot uh at a guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and, have... and like he's he he's like annoyed at this banker kind of like for what he wants the deal for like he's very dismissive of the reasons why this banker wants like a bailout um is this supposed to be like the bailouts like i mean it's 2010 so yeah it's i didn't know the timeline of that exactly 2008 was uh that was the bad november yeah so it could definitely be could definitely be I guess it's maybe it's at least like a belated reference to that. Like, um, yeah. I don't think it's that belated. The the effects of the 2008 economic crisis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, I think it's pretty timely, actually. Um, yeah. Um, what else is there? Is there anything else you guys want to want to talk about? Oh, they call death the angel of death. I thought that was interesting. They never that is to interesting. That death becomes yes. its, his his whole own entity. I like what they do with death in the end. Um, well, maybe not the end end. I do like. Yeah, Dylan. I was gonna I love, say like it's death. like I like ninety percent. <laughs> but they of do what her dirty. <laughs> yeah. They just don't get her like I get her. Uh, yeah, until they're like you know, um, yeah, death. Um, they're evil now. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. They do not understand death the way that I understand death, which sounds very edgy, but yeah, um, the. The, 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 the idea that, that death is an angel of some kind of class is very fun. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I guess it could just be like a like a wink to like the way that like humans understand these entities. Like it does make sense right. that like at some point it would have been called an angel of death, even if that obviously doesn't yeah. line up with how the law works. That's also a biblical term, the yeah. angel of death. Like that's that's in the Bible, um, and it's also like people refer to the Grim Reaper and the angel of death like interchangeably depending on who you're speaking to. So you know, yeah. I, and and be like that. Bobby specifically outlines in this episode, like no, he's not like a reaper. It's like a whole it's new thing. The death, yeah. yeah. And and like I I kind of had forgotten that like death was like basically what like trapped by Lucifer or trapped in hell. Like, do we know yeah. why he was trapped? Is that ever clarified, or was it just is it just that Lucifer put? Well, him I don't know if if it's this ritual is what gives Lucifer control over him. You know what I mean? Like, it's not clear to me like. If it's this or something previous. Yeah, yeah. Like, did he, like, take control of him and trap him and then this is him letting him out so that he can use him? Or yeah. was, like, he already trapped by, like, something else? Did they, did they like, do they clarify that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I think, I don't think they clarify what he was trapped or who he was trapped by. But I think they say, like, they keep him uh, buried. Like, Bobby yeah. talks about, they, they keep him buried. Um, because, like, the last... I think he says the last time he surfaced, Noah was building a boat. Something like that. Yeah. If I'm remembering it correctly. So there's this idea that he causes immense destruction wherever he goes. And, like, immense amounts of death. Um, yeah. Which doesn't really play out that way. But yeah, yeah. Very interesting way to present it. They always go so. Sorry, that was really loud. They always go so big with these things, though. That it, mm. it, it, I some of it you actually you absolutely should go big with the concept of death. But like sometimes people cannot be or or can be not all powerful and still be interesting entities, and I think that they forget that, and that's why they have to write everyone off, like. Everything is so intense and so far-reaching, and then they have to write everybody off because if they don't, <laughs> if they don't, then they have uh, a Deus Ex Machina that they're just not using constantly, mm -hmm. and then they just seem stupid um, and contrived. But they do it anyway because uh, for the love of the game, baby. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really decide what why they do this. I wish they would. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like we talked about before, like every episode that they make, they make in like a week and a half and like <laughs> the writers are working like around the clock to like pump these episodes yeah, out. So but these are when like, there's an hmm? these are just like storytelling principles. Like you're making it as an yeah. episodic show. You probably shouldn't include somebody or you shouldn't introduce somebody who has all this power and then expect people to be like... <laughs> Yeah. And where is this dude? Uh, or expect people to not ask where he is. But sorry, you had a point. Please. No, well, it's continue. just like, like it's like, like you said, like it's like they they did this. <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah. the consequences of their own actions. But it's like you can see how they took those actions. Like they thought, oh, this is cool. This is cool. And then it's like, oh, consequences to that. Yeah. Me late at night. This is so cool. Hanging out, doing the podcast. Me the next morning. Less cool. Much like them the next week or the next season. Yeah. Less cool. 
Yeah, is there anything that happened to Cass that we didn't, like, touch on? Like, I'm just thinking we should, if we're gonna... He does shots. He does shots. That was pretty cool. I love how much Joe's uh, enjoying him doing shots. Yeah. Ellen is also enjoying it very much, but I would have loved a Joe-Cass friendship. I think that would have been... Yeah. ...really fun. Yeah, I think she would appreciate his, like, no-bullshitness, like... That vibe would have worked, I think. Absolutely. I think they would have a lot of fun together and they would drive Dean insane, which is a bonus. Big bonus. Always a bonus. That bonus. Make um, that man feel worse. <laughs> um, something I want to... We touched on it briefly, like, when he uses Meg um, to get out of the holy fire. Um, they're having, like, a really interesting conversation uh, in that part. Like, Meg is, like, saying that, like, you know, we're going to win, you know... And, like, then, like, Cass brings up Crowley and Meg's mm. just, like, so dismissive of Crowley, basically. Um, I don't know. I just think that's fun. Like, we see that kind of relationship also play out a little bit. She she's, she says, like, some really, like, Deanisms. Like, she's like, you can't gang demons, can you? You're cut off from the home office and you ain't got the juice. <laughs> like, that is a real yeah. life. <laughs> Dean vibe. That's life. a lot of words. <laughs> that's a lot of words for something that she could have said in a simple sentence that most people might even understand. Um, and like, it's so yeah, funny that she's saying it while like, like, like it's after Cass like knocks her with the pipe and like, is like and holding her. She's in the, <laughs> and he, he is like holding her, trying to smite her, can't smite her. Uh, I was prepared for them to make like, erectile dysfunction jokes um but i'm so glad that they didn't thank you for <laughs> once um because they do return to that well yeah anyway sorry he's so i brutal. might want to cut like, that out he's so brutal but, yeah. when he like walks across her like <laughs> it's so fun he just he's like oh you can't do it because you don't have the power and he's like you know what i do have <laughs> these two hands <laughs> and he throws her into the fire <laughs> Because he's an absolute madman. You gotta love it. Ah, uh, Bedlin is just, awesome. like, so good at, like, fucking with, like, the, he's, like, at kind of demonstrating, like, Cass's, like, psyche. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. he's, he's just, like, yeah, he would do this. Like, it's so, it, we, you know, Cass has never done anything wrong in his life, but he is known absolutely. to be quite, like, brutal and, like, <laughs> and it's he just will like... do any kind of sneaky thing to, like get something like get what he wants basically um and yeah. yeah that that is just so fun iconic it's i really enjoy this about him i i often have like favorite characters who are like we should stick to what is morally right and now i have a dude who is like we should do what's morally right and we should do whatever we can to achieve that mm. <laughs> which is very fun mm. um it's it's, it's dangerous for for a man like me to have a a, a morally ambiguous fa- a fave, <laughs> but it's fun. Like it's a very dangerous thing to have, but it's very very fun. I I really can you can we just talk about like sorry this is so crazy um uh, big jump, but no. the acting in this whole episode from everybody kind of standout stuff i don't know well, if i would say that about that was gonna be Actually, my heart locket did you guys want to like oh, get into our like yeah um, let's do that our salt mines and heart lockets so jess what is making you salty and what is in your heart locket this week 
Um, I don't have a salt mine for this week. I really like this episode and it is good. Um, and then for my heart locket, everything the cast does in this episode is so iconic. Like, I just <laughs> loved watching him. Uh, it's really hard for me to pick. I think, like, I think actually my heart locket is the whole scene where, like, they're doing shots, which is, like, cute. And then Sam and Dean have, like, they have just, like, an actual nice exchange where they actually joke, genuinely joke about um, Sam, Sam's demon drinking, demon blood drinking past, which is, like, actually funny. And it's just, like, it's, like, a nice little, like, breather moment, but in this episode that's, like, very emotional. So I really like that part. Especially since they've been kind of fighting this whole season. Like, Mm -hmm. they've been kind of trying to work on their relationship after what happened um and it's yeah it's fun it's like look they're in a place where they can kind of joke about it like that's Mm -hmm. some growth yeah Yeah. you know what's cool about when you write a good plot is that you don't have to rely on the same shit you've been relying on all season Mm -hmm. that's nice it's it allows for growth (laughs) yeah i don't know it's just really nice we don't often get that that's a very good point what about you Ilsa? My heart locket. Actually, let's do salt mine first. Mm. Um, maybe it's silly. I was gonna pick silly. the. I I was gonna pick the self respect one, but you guys have brought me around on that. I, I think that's <laughs> funny enough. I like that. I like I, that. Like we could unpack a graph of yours. And you be could. Like, yeah, I feel better about it. Maybe we're I, wrong. Maybe <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Anything could be true, really. <laughs> what What's real? Um, what is truth? I I get very very sad at them burning the picture of the five of no six six of them yeah Bobby Ellen Cass Joe six uh, Sam Dean six at the <laughs> at the six of them <laughs> uh, the the I, it was a very good picture and they shouldn't have burned it um, and it makes me sad because like mm. they took that picture Bobby explicitly says I'll need something to remember you guys by. And then they die, and I think he doesn't want to remember them like that. Yeah. Like, by that. I, it, as I was watching that scene, I was like, Joe probably knew him as she was growing, growing up. Yeah. Like, maybe only tangentially, but, like, he probably saw this kid grow up. It yeah. must really suck. <laughs> it must really suck in a lot of different ways. I also, like, I ha- sorry, but I had the same um, thought when that was happening. But I think it's actually mm-hmm. because, like, the hunt, the hunter funeral is to burn the bodies but they don't have their bodies because uh, they were exploded so i think that's actually why they burn the picture oh, and in my like... brain they have a copy and they have one because that also wow. made me so sad and then i was like but that seems like kind of callous so i think that they have one no i think i think you're right i think it is part of the like mourning like the funeral um rites i guess um I touched on this briefly. I cannot remember which episode it was that we talked about it, but like, how did that photo get developed? So it's did, like a Polaroid like, thing, is it not? We can't is go it? back to this. I can't. Every time Bobby takes a picture, we cannot come back to how he's getting them developed. I'm sorry, Ella. I just I no, I just I'm shutting it down. Did, does, does Ella, Bobby, I know you want to know, but we, we don't. Ella, we don't have time. Is in the dark room. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill myself right here on the Zoom, and I hope you're happy. <laughs> Alright, so um, it's nice that they have a picture of Miss Me Happy. 
Um, <laughs> All I'm saying he's, he might have gonna... the film. If you're oh worried about the like picture being lost, he, he probably has the negatives. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. That's actually a very good point. Thank you. Thank you, Ilsa. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, what's in your heart locket? My heart locket is um, it's a Lucifer line, which is Big Shopper. And it is when Cass uh, is trapped in the circle, and I can't remember what he says. Um, but then Lucifer looks at him for a long moment and he goes, What a peculiar thing you are. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> we all scream and clap and cheer. <laughs> It's after they have. It's after he explains that he came in a car. I think that's when it. Yeah. That. yeah. Oh my god. He did what in a car? Anyway. <laughs> You're so silly. That he arrived. Um, he arrived in a vehicle, uh, an automobile. Uh huh. Um, I bet that's not the only time he came in a car. Anyway. Oh. Um. <laughs> How about you, Ella? What's your heart locket? What's your uh, what's your salt mine? Do your salt mine first. Um, I think I also don't have a salt mine. Um, like like Incredible like I just stuff. said, if I'm being really petty, I need more details about the photography situation. But that's just <laughs> my brain looking for any single loose thread it can find because this otherwise is a really good episode. Um, in my heart locket, um. Yeah, just the acting. Like, um, I oh yeah, we were talking a bit earlier about how like how Alan and Joe's death in particular feels, and I think the acting really like really makes it work. Really like, good. They 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 good. both smash it. Like Jensen, as per usual, does a really good job. I think of being like upset, crying. Um, yeah. We don't get a lot from Sam in those moments, but um, that's yeah, like as per his... usual. <laughs> I guess like they don't really because like he doesn't have anything to do with it. Like he's just he's just there standing say, being sad. Yeah, I was gonna say this is not his his focus right now. No, I mean, uh, maybe it's cruel to say, but I I think right now uh, Sam's a lot more concerned with uh, the actual possible like the fact that the dude who wants to possess him is in this town. Yeah, yeah. He's got other things to yeah. think about at the time. Not think about, but, you know, to be upset about. Um, and, yeah, they just do a really good job. I... Oh, my God, my tummy just rumbled. I wonder if that's going to pick up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's like, it was so big. And... This podcast okay. is a safe Sorry. space for tummy rumbles. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You just need something to eat. It's like, why did you have, like, a massive iced coffee before eating anything, you dumb bitch? Um, Because you're fun when you're in your 20s. Come on now. Not for long. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, so I think just the acting in general. Like, I I just think that, like I said earlier, like, I was very surprised by, like, I didn't remember this ep to be as good. Um, Maybe it's just because we've been looking at these episodes with, like, a fine-tooth comb. Um... And yeah, it's just, it's good stuff. It's upsetting, but it works. Yeah, I think, I mean, it does what it sets out to do. It, it redefines a whole lot of stuff. Um, and it made me cry. And I think that's what they wanted. Yeah, and I'm um, like, it really kind of illustrates the stakes as well. Like, we see that so many people in this town have been killed. Um, and that whole scene is really grim and like... It, it helps, like, establish, in the same way that I guess the end did, like, of 
how how kind of uh, catastrophic Lucifer yeah. is and like the kind yeah. of trail <laughs> that's happening. Right. He's just leaving dead bodies behind him as he goes. Yeah. 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 It's good TV. It's good TV. Yeah. Sometimes Supernatural will be good TV and it's like shocking. And then I'm like, has everyone has everyone heard about the CW Supernatural? It's like, and then I have to hit myself on the oh, head and then I'm better. I get it. Like it I was get how good. we all got here. There was we had good times back in the day. I like the show. That's what I want to end on. Right now, I really sure like makes it. Me happy, Maybe so. sometime when we're in like the middle of season, like I don't know. Don't. What's What's a season you hate? Drop one. Drop one. Drop one. Right no, now, I don't. I, I don't I'll really have you. a season I hate. I I just kind um, of um. I only female, remember like the female things season. I really like. Garbage sucks. Which one? Which season? Uh, British Man of Letters. Twelve. Sure. Anytime I have to see a British man of letters on my screen, I should I should get a check from the CW. (laughs) They need to start paying me. (laughs) We should all get checks because we all live in countries that at some point were colonized by Britain. (laughs) That's not fair. We're all the products of that colonization. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable with that. Um, I just think that. We'll get to it when we get to whatever season that is. It's just as stupid and sucks. <laughs> because we've it's been talking about Crowley, sucks. I was just thinking, like, maybe season 12 wouldn't suck so hard in certain areas if they just fucking hired British actors instead of getting these, like, Ugh. Canadian dudes or whatever. I don't even know. I'm not being... It's I literally... Details, it's stolen but... valor. Like, <laughs> Mark Shepard should be so furious. <laughs> Oh, uh, like, what, you can't hire somebody? Like, there's working actors that are British who, like, can work in America. Like, it's not that hard. They don't, they don't know about those. On Supernatural, they don't know about um, the, the people who cast people. The casting directors. Mm. They, they found Mark Shepard. Um, he's, you know, he's it, it was an accident. out of little shows with his accent for... No, no, he slipped in there. They were like, they were like, you do a British accent so well. And then he was like... I'm British, and this was three years after he started working on the show. So. I think, um, Jess, like you were saying, like, season 12, you're like, definitely, that's a trash season. I think, mm-hmm. um, I, the last time I watched it, I had heard the kind of theory of, let's imagine this season as if they were going to make Destiel Cannon in season 13. <laughs> and and watching it with that lens, yeah, it's better, because, like... <laughs> so important to each other the whole season like it's wild (laughs) i'm dying to talk about the market research oh yeah oh my god hopefully by then someone's like nda has ended and we can get some actual details or something i don't know i need to know more it's years from now it doesn't matter all right Um, somebody say goodbye is that it get us out of here (laughs) i love that like i feel like doesn't matter what time of day it is like because of the way this works Jess will be grumpy (laughs) I think that doesn't have anything to do with time of day I think that's just how I am (laughs) I think that's how I move through the world do you know what you know how like on Sesame Street um, Oscar the Grouch there's always a yeah it's in a trash can Everybody needs a little grumpy guy. Well, um, and Jess is our little grumpy girl. I brought this on myself. <laughs> for being here. 
<laughs> Thank you for being here and grumping. Yeah, it's not it's not a critique. It's it's a it's just a it's a perk. it's a badge of honor. <laughs> um. I live in the trash. <laughs> 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 out of here because i'm not gonna stop laughing um okay alrighty. so we're actually gonna skip a couple of episodes um we're gonna be skipping uh both um 5 11 sam interrupted uh where he when they go into the psychiatric hospital so yeah cool we don't have to unpack all that great thank god Um, and then and then also thank god we're not doing 5 12 swap meet um, oh, I have oh, been thinking about this episode a lot lately this. because I've been so frustrated that they've never did a body swap episode between any of the main characters. Cause that was good. It was they right there. The technology one. was there. The universe can do that. <laughs> and then also I hate in this episode, they don't actually get the actors to be doing, um, like the other character. Like we, we yeah. see, we, we, it's like, it like takes me out of it. I'm like, okay, but that looks like Sam. So like, there's no. It doesn't make any sense. There's no stakes. Like, what? They couldn't find, like, a little kid to act like Sam? Like, they couldn't make Jared Petter like he do, like, the other kid? Like, he could do it. He could yeah. be a little snarky teenage boy. I believe that. So, yeah, I just hated that. He did that it's in like, season one. We're not he stupid. Did... He anyway. Did do it. <laughs> anyway. And then, um, not covering so, that, but yeah. <laughs> we, we basically gave you a rundown of our thoughts on that. Yeah. Um so we're going to be coming back with another banger. Um 513 the song remains the same. So that's going to oh, be geez. exciting. Oh, I God. say another banger. I t- can't remember like the details of this episode whether like it's really messy, but I just remember like I don't know, I like the Anna Mary fight and stuff like that like <laughs> It was hot. They should do that more. Yeah. Um The thing is about um they, sh- they should kiss. Okay. Is where, is where, is where well, I there can that. be nothing that the thing is about. I'm sorry. It I can. Have, it I can. have homework got, to do that I haven't minutes. started. That's fine. Okay, that's, okay. I mean, that's what I was going to say, is that they should kiss. Okay. Yeah. Well, tune in it. next week and we'll talk about it. Oh, God. Looking at this picture in the fucking wiki. Yeah. <laughs> this picture in the tune fucking wiki week. where they're supposed to be like, what a, a few years older than um, the Winchesters just look completely different, but that's fine. That's, that's fine. Sorry, the Winchesters is premiering today, so it's on on the the mind. Yeah. So I hope they die. <laughs> I hope everybody involved. Sorry, not everyone involved. It's not a young actor making a buck. I get it, but most people involved. I hope. You I know. might cut that death threat. Let's. I'll see how that <laughs> plays when I listen back. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Um, I please, as Jess said earlier, let us know what you thought of this uh, change in how we talk about the episode. Because yeah, we're just trying it out. You know, we're not really sure like which will work better. So any feedback would be awesome. Um, right. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at the Castcast, and you can also email us at thecastcast at gmail We would love to hear from you. And we will see you next week, next Thursday. All right. um, Bye. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. How haven't I said that? How did I miss that? I even wrote that down in all caps. What's wrong with me? Oh, God.
goofball. Goofball, look at you. I apologize, that was harsh language. <laughs> yeah, keep a civil tongue in your not, head, not, Not how you should speak to a co-hosty. Really, truly, honestly. I'll do better. I'm listening and learning. I might reread Sosa's list of words. (laughs) I think it's time. I might reread Sosa's the sword. It's time. It might be. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, I want a copy of that. I want a hardbound copy of that. Has anyone made one? So I need to. There has to be a people. There has to have been people. Um, And so now I was looking up bookbinding resources, and then I was like, Ilse, you cannot start another project. You're always doing this. You're always starting projects and not finishing them. And so I, like, I closed all the tabs really quickly as if I oh, could distract I think you myself. could do it. Look, look, look this way. It, the problem's not, like, I have bound books in the past. We had a, like, a project that was bookbinding in art school. Um, and it was only two weeks, so it wasn't very good. But I do understand the basics. Um, mm. I think I could do it. I am just, like... I have too many things. It would be a real project. Going. You'd have to have a real setup going on and like. Yeah. And I would want to do it like right. You know? Yeah. I want to. <laughs> I want I want it to be pretty uh, and like dignified because I think it deserves it. <laughs>